We're joined on Sports Talk now by Gregor Paul out of the New Zealand Herald, who's been writing about the Silver Lake deal now for quite some time, probably longer than he would like. Uh, over the last week, we've had a series of articles uh, based on what the Silver Lake deal actually means for New Zealand rugby, but more importantly, what it means for the New Zealand fan, what it actually means for us, the consumer, right at the front of the table. Gregor Paul, welcome to the program. The deal has done 89v1, so almost a clean sweep. Uh, Silver Lake are coming to town. In essence, welcome. And what does this mean for us, the, the all-black sports fan, the dyed-in-the-wall, the guys who pay for the uh, coverage on the television, who buy the jerseys, us Kiwis? What does it mean for us, mate? Well, if we are going to take... Uh, New Zealand rugby and, and Silver Lake at face value for you know the reasons why they've done this deal and what they're hoping to achieve. Well, the number one priority and at the foundation of this is a realisation that maybe for too long, the fan has not been at the centre of the decision making in terms of what competitions look like, um, you know how the game's marketed, how it's promoted, how people view it, second screen experience, all that kind of stuff. We are, in theory, going to see that put front and centre. What it might mean in practice is is, is difficult to know uh, precisely because Silver Lake haven't yet revealed their big super duper secret sauce business plan that will give us a bit more insight into all this. But largely, I mean, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to make rugby more compelling in terms of drive out more value from the rugby championship, you know, market it better, promote it better, create a, a wider sense of drama around that. Um, they're going to be looking at building uh, a standalone um, over-the-top broadcast app platform, which you know, will be another way in which people could access watching the All Blacks um, either live or I would imagine we'll see kind of behind-the-scenes content going on that. So you know, if, you, if you subscribe, you get to see what's going on in the All Black changing room type thing, or they might have a you know, a, a drive to survive type program, Darcy, that might excite you. I know you love the, the rev of the engines and all that kind of drama. So that, that's the sort of idea here that they might sort of long form content to promote and market the All Blacks a little bit better, to humanize them, open them up a wee bit to the rest of the world. Um, and, and imagine we might see a series of um, digital innovations, which I'm not entirely sure what that might mean, but it could be you know, you're watching the game and there's a there's a whole series of apps on your phone that are that are feeding in stats, data, whatever it might be. I'm not entirely sure because it's not really my cup of tea, but that excites a few people, especially my teenage children, who I think might have to have their phones surgically removed from their hand at some point. But that's the idea here. Sort of engage a wider group of people, make it make it sexier, make it more glamorous, make it more friendly to the digital technology user of today. So that's the idea for the broader scope, the broader and as, as yet untapped market, as opposed to us, your average Kiwi, who are quite happy going to the ground and watching the game and watching it on Sky TV. And you say it's about, about us and making it better for the fan, but what role have we played in this at all except sit back and watch the RPA and the NZR duke it out over what amounts to me a pretty small amount of money, $200 million. Yeah, well, look, I agree, but we can't reverse history here, but I mean, arguably in the world, there were realistic and um, sensible arguments. I think I made them myself that, you know, the fact who owns, who owns all this? I mean, who owns the All Blacks? Um, and my argument has always been it's the it's the five million people that carry around New Zealand passports with them. They are they are the owners of the All Blacks, and you know, this is a team that's been built over, oh, I don't know, 110, 120 years. 
uh, should it have been a realistic proposition to say, well, we actually need to give the people the vote. You own them, ultimately, not me. I'm not a Kiwi passport holder, but that, I mean, that's a, that's a legitimate question to have been asked uh, at the time. It hasn't happened. It's been the provinces who've been um, designated the role of voting for this. So, like, as a, as a fan, you're just going to have to sit here and hope that everything that I've said and everything that the rugby union has said is, is going to prove uh, to be what happens. What does this do for the All Black brand, essentially long term, and can we escape this? Uh, look, long term, not, in some ways, nothing's really changed about the All Blacks. I mean, that their their place in the world is built on one factor and one factor alone, and that is relentless success. That's what matters. You know? I mean, but let's be honest: you're a country of five million people here in New Zealand. I'm from a country of five million people in Scotland. But my rugby team is nothing like your rugby team, you know, <laughs> um, because your rugby team has got 110, 120 years of of legend packed into of stories that are amazing of guys chopping off their fingers to be available to play in a test match. Colin Meads with the broken arm, McCall with the broken foot. And it's all about winning, 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 but winning in a way that compels everyone to watch this team because they've done it over such a long period of time and with such a distinct sense of humility, um, of purpose, that you know, these guys are understated and yet their commitment to excellence and the resilience is what this brand has always been about. Now, in theory, that's what it, always can, that's what it needs to continue to be about. They need to continue to win test matches. So all the other stuff about digital technology, in my view, is utterly irrelevant because if they don't continue to win people are going to start packing up and not being that interested in them anymore because the legend is built on success. So that is what primarily needs to happen. Whether throwing, you know, $200 million at them makes that more or less likely to happen. Well, my argument is not really because in some ways, high performance ceases to be about money after a certain point. Yeah. You need money to retain talent. You need money to find coaches. You need money for resource, but in the end, what separates the best teams sometimes is, you know, it's a Sonny Bill offload. It's a Richie McCall turnover. And these things happen not because money's been pumped at them, but, you know, that's a combination of lifestyle, living the game, breathing the game, mucking around with their mates in the park. So money is not actually going to fix or, or create a world in which the more of it you have, the more successful you're going to become. And so the danger here is that the All Blacks get pulled off in a branding exercise where their showcase to the rest of the world is something that they aren't, you know, that, that they lose the core of what they are because they're being pushed in to promote the individual. They're being pushed into their own brand being highlighted and put onto social media to, to talk more openly because they don't really do that at the moment. But that's part of the mystique of the All Blacks. They don't really talk. So. What I would be worried about is losing the Kiwi essence of, of the brand, of losing what's made them what they are over a very long period of time because some outside influences are going to come in here and not, maybe not, I mean, hopefully they, they, this is not right, but what could easily happen is that someone that just simply doesn't get New Zealand, doesn't get the All Blacks coming out of a different sporting world, is put in charge of this new commercial company and, um, you know, drives the All Blacks in a direction that uh, ultimately unwinds the last 120 years.